back. It's like, if you're that angry over a text message, like That's you got true. some other issues to figure out. Let's say that we did have a thousand past lives. Yep. Why am I so involved with this life? Dude, Trump has done a great job of brainwashing the people that support him. Thanks for tuning in. This is Tyler. What up? This is Zach. This is the No Structure Podcast. No Structure. Headlines? Yes, sir. Oh, I wanted to give a little update about last week. So remember that kid that I said that they shouldn't have canceled? Not that they shouldn't have canceled, but maybe they should have thought better about it. The hockey player yeah. was getting drafted? 100%. Yeah, fuck him, dude. Okay. I read what he did. He apparently, um, his abuse included physical abuse, racial slurs, and tricking the student into eating candy that had been placed in a urinal. Damn, I just fucked up. Yeah, fuck him. Yeah, so that's he deserved. a very, like, overly malicious thing to do. Yeah, that's... So unnecessary. That has, that's got some layers to it. Yeah. Have you ever seen that Key and Peele episode about the hyper-aware bully? Uh, it sounds familiar, but... You I don't should remember. check it out, because okay, the whole time he's, like, again. bullying somebody, he's like... I'm bullying you because my dad beats me at home. Or something oh, like that. okay. <laughs> yeah, that sounds really familiar, but I haven't watched Keen Peel in a long time. It's a funny episode, but it's sad. Yeah. One of those. Did you see in world news that Vladimir Putin plans to step down next year? Yeah, wild. Amidst health concerns. Maybe him and Trump are going to run away together as lovers. Yeah. That, that was actually my first thought. <laughs> I was like, I know Trump is involved with this yeah, step down. <laughs> somewhere in this kingdom. That's pretty wild. Um, maybe the world is actually healing. <laughs> Shit, bro. But I'm very skeptical on any kind of headline like that. I'll just say that. Yeah. I feel like he's still going to be a um, consultant. Yeah, he'll still be. It almost makes me more scared of him being in the background into the dark than him being the, the president. Well, imagine who's in his background. Yeah. Oof. Yikes. A uh, new Stanford study estimates that 18 Trump rallies have led to 30,000 COVID cases and 700 deaths. Yeah, I also saw that there is a um, article that I didn't dive too deep into because it was kind of like a duh mm-hmm. article, but it said counties with higher Trump votes had higher Corona numbers. I, did, I think I saw the headline also, too. Yeah, I was like, well, yeah, his yeah. people don't fuck with masks, duh. Or, you know, law and order like they claim. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try not be as spicy, duh. That's fucking, bro. <laughs> fuck it, bro. Uh, uh, Russian oligarch nicknamed the Sausage King was killed in the sauna with a crossbow. Yikes. That sounds like some 007, yeah, secret yeah, agent. <laughs> definitely sounds like a movie, that's for sure. The fucking <laughs> Sausage King. That is hella funny, Sausage King. I wonder if he owned, like, a sausage empire. Maybe. Well, he was, oh, it's Russian. I was going to say maybe if he's Polish. He's got a monopoly on the Polish hot dogs. Oh, the Costco guy? Damn, we figured it out. Damn. It's all tied together. Polish dogs are the shit, though. Dude, those Polish dogs are so fucking good. Those no cozies. offense to the Russian dog. Yeah. I'm just saying, Polish dogs are the shit. <laughs> Did you know that the reason why ancient Greek male statues are depicted with such small penises is because they're symbolic to the ideals of male beauty at the time, and the ideals were youthfulness, strength, and modesty, which is super funny because they said that large dicks are associated with savages and evil spirits. Interesting. That's not why that girl said. <laughs> uh, I do think it's funny, though, that they said youthfulness. Yeah. Like, just because you got a baby dick doesn't mean that you're youth- youthful. Yeah. That's really weird. Yeah. I didn't even make that correlation about having, like, a baby dick and that, but that is fucking strange. I just thought it was funny that was the first thing it said. Males were very uh, uh, feminine-looking in that time period, too. 
Didn't they, didn't like Egyptians wear like makeup and stuff like guys? I could be totally wrong on I that. I don't know. I'm not a historian. I do think it's interesting though that one guy had a small dick and was like all the statues. Yeah, everybody gets a small dick. <laughs> yeah. Small dicks for everybody. If you got a big dick, you're gross. <laughs> uh, SpaceX has said that Mars will be a free planet not governed by Earth laws when the company's planned colony opens on the planet. The plans were laid out in Starlink's beta consumer service terms that were recently sent to customers. I saw that a uh, self-governing um, government. Yeah. Yeah. What does that even mean, really? Do unto others as you would yourself. Yeah, is there like, um, what is it called when a civilian arrests a cop? Uh, like a civil arrest? What is that called? Fuck, what is it called? I can't think of what it's called. Citizen's arrest. Citizen's arrest. So are they just going to citizen's arrest each other? Like, yeah. Bob, I know you took my fucking lawnmower. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to jail now. <laughs> Your fucking lawnmower on Mars, that's wild. Dude, I don't know what's going to happen. Honestly, Elon's got to know something we don't know. Yeah, probably. A, he probably knows a lot, man. Yeah. Um, what if... Take me with you. <laughs> <laughs> what if Earth is, like, one of the second places that humans came from? Like, we already fucked up one planet and moved yeah. here? Yeah. I mean... So, like, the story of Adam and Eve is, like, more relevant than we thought? Yeah. Kind of thing, you know what I mean? Because there's going to be an Adam and Eve story on Mars. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I don't know what the fuck their names are going to be. <laughs> yeah. Fucking Susan... Susan. I would think that maybe they'll, they'll probably go multicultural if it's going to be Mars. I don't know, bro. I'm just thinking of the crazies that want to get the fuck over there. You might get like a Melinda thrown in there. So that's some like wild white name. You know, it doesn't really. Would you go to Mars? You're not catching me going to fucking Mars, bro. It depends on how the next 10 years go. We'll, nah, we'll see. I, I don't know. I saw a little pump in a Trump rally. That was enough for me wanting to board on the. <laughs> I'll figure out how to sneak to a fucking island before I get to Mars. Uh, little pimp. Little pimp. Don't even get me started on that kid. Didn't you say you wanted to beat him up one time? Yeah, he has was, a very punchable face. Wasn't? Didn't we have like a celebrity? We wanted to fight one celebrity or something. Didn't we have that as a topic? And I think you said little pump. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, dude. he's always been on he's on the top one. of my list. And the fact that he is a sellout kind of puts the icing on the cake for me. Yeah, yeah, he definitely deserves to get hands and feet put on him. Um, did you see that in Denmark that there's like their whole mink population has been tainted with like this new strand of coronavirus? So they have to I saw kill something like this, but I didn't, don't know what exactly the headline was. So the mink in Denmark, like yeah. that's like one of their biggest exports, right. has contracted this like new strand of COVID nineteen. Oh my god! So all seventeen million mink in the country have to get killed. Damn! So Crazy. there's gonna be an influx of coats. Yeah, I feel like um, your mink coat might go up in value. Damn! Because they're not gonna be out for a while. Wait, no. If they kill them all, couldn't they? Oh, I guess maybe if they're no, I don't. I don't painted. think that they're allowed to. Like, sell them, period. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that's a lot of fur. But yeah, if, yeah, if it's got corona all over it. I'm pretty sure they're going to, like, burn the shit. I mean, down. shit. I think we know a couple people that might risk getting corona to have a mink. Yeah, probably. <laughs> uh, how to roll a joint Google search spiked up nearly thirty or 3,000% after marijuana <laughs> was officially legalized in five different states yesterday. Arizona, Mississippi, Montana, New Jersey, South Dakota. First off, shout out to them. Yeah. Should have been done a long time ago. But, hey, we're here now. Man, I'm already hearing the people in New Jersey. Like, just fucking pump the shit. Dude, I mean, I guess they all are, but I feel like New Jersey should have been up there with... Isn't New York already legal? Uh, I think they were moving to try and get a legal. I uh, think it is, yeah. Just that area, like, New York and New Jersey, like, I feel like they should have been up there, but whatever. Did you see organs with all the drugs? Mm-hmm. Like, heroin? Decriminalized. Decriminalized a possession of hard drugs. Yeah, so you can use it for personal use, but you can't be out there selling it, I think, is... Hmm. Yeah. Pretty interesting. Uh, it's a, it's definitely a good case study. Yeah. To see what could happen... I mean, there's countries that do that. Yeah. And it's generally positive because more people are 
not getting their drugs from a sketchier place, which sounds like an oxymoron. Getting clean yeah. drugs is low key a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, um, yeah. And now that it's not a crime to do it, you don't have the rebellious kids seeking out to be rebellious. That's true. Which is a huge point as well. That's true. Yeah. Uh, this country is definitely changing very rapidly and it's kind of cool to see. Did you see, um, speaking of Portland or speaking of Oregon, um, po- Portland voters approve creating a new civilian run police oversight board. Interesting. Yeah. I don't know how well it's going to work though, because I know police have like their own unions and stuff. Yeah. And they also have their own oversight boards too. And based off the article, it seems like it was a little rushed to put in there, but pretty much it's like, if there is some type of misconduct that has to do with like a cop killing, mm-hmm. it's going to be ran through this board first. Right. Like I just said, like the police union I know is going to probably fight against a lot of the shit. So we'll see yeah. how well it works. Yeah, for sure. I know um, that that was one of the, the ideas that people came up with around like the, you know, George Floyd's murder and things like that was having a, like a panel that goes through these things. Just and theoretically, it is a good idea. But again, like you said, with the unions and stuff, it's going to be hard to determine how much power they actually have. Exactly. Um, side note, did you see that in Washington, we passed uh, that all, I think it's all uh, public schools now have to teach sex ed. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I think that's great. I voted for that. Yeah, so did yeah, I. I remember yeah. that was on there. Um, yeah, there should be no reason why you're learning about reproductive systems at 25. That doesn't yeah. make sense. Or on the internet when you're 12, you know, yeah. you, when you accidentally click on some shit. Yeah, you know, exactly. Like, this, should, this should be stuff that was taught to kids very early on. I think, I, I remember having sex at a middle school, I believe. We had it in sixth grade. We had, it was called Flash. Okay, that doesn't familiar. A weird name for it now. Yeah. Back. <laughs> but it was called Flash Week, and um, yeah, and it was like sex ed or whatever. And I feel bad for the teacher because they, the, our teacher at the time, just old ass white lady, she let us write questions down and put them in a box, and she would read the questions anonymously or whatever. Yeah, th- I remember this in middle school oh, too. Man. Actually, now that you say that, it was Mrs. Farrell. Yeah, it was yeah. our science teacher. I remember, like, some of the questions are hella personal. And looking back on it now, it's hella funny because the kids that they're anonymous. Yeah. It's like, the bro, fucking teacher know. knows your yeah. handwriting. <laughs> and all the kids know. Like, yeah. we know. We know which one to use out there. Fucking Jeremy. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> we had this kid, Joseph, that would always, he was, like, the class clown. Like, during science, he would, like, read super, I guess this is kind of fucked up. Now, but he'd, like, read super <laughs> slow just to piss the teacher off and stuff. But she didn't know that he, had like, didn't have a reading disability. Oh, damn. So he was really, like, trolling. Yeah. So And then he would, like, write, like, he, and he was a smart-ass fucking kid, too. And he would write, like, all these, like, crazy things when we did the sex ed. Just like, dude. <laughs> Shout out to Joseph, funny. wherever he's at. I actually ran into him randomly at a concert, like, a couple years ago. That is random. Yeah. Uh, GameStop is challenging their employees to TikTok dance contest to earn extra staffing hours week of Black Friday. Wait a minute. <laughs> GameStop. Yes. Is putting on a challenge on TikTok. So that their workers can gain more working hours? Yep. I guess? Bro, we're in, a weird, <laughs> we're in a weird space as a country. It's like a weird, like, dystopian thing. Like, dance for me. Whoever dances the most gets to get a couple more hours to yeah. put a little bit more food on your plate. That shit's weird. I wonder how Black Friday's going to even go this year with Corona. Are places going to be, like, open or? Amazon about to fucking pop off. I know my bro. ass is staying away from everywhere that day. Yeah, I'm That's a super spreader event. For sure, man. <laughs> Speaking of um, Amazon stock going up, have you seen Bitcoins going up? Yeah, I, know, like, I saw that a couple up, days ago. Did you also see that Bezos sold off some of his stock? They do that often, though. Yeah, but they were, and people were like freaking out because it happened to, it happened to happen the same week as the election. Okay. But it, so I think somebody was saying that he sells that off every year uh, routinely to pay, to fund something that he's doing. He has some kind of thing that he's doing where he uses those stocks, sells them off, and then funds. Yeah, so like whenever, um, whenever you see like, 
this person's worth two hundred billion dollars or whatever. Mm. They don't have that shit in cash. Yeah, like yeah, they're gonna have to sell stock to get money to right. pay for their shit. Um, did you watch wrestling as a kid? Negative. Do you know who Stone Cold is, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah, so the producers of Michael Jordan's critically acclaimed documentary, The Last Dance, are working on a Stone Cold Steve Austin documentary. I can't say that I'm going to watch that, but that is interesting. His life is pretty interesting, and he just is an interesting person. The character that he plays on a wrestler is completely different from the person he is in real life. He was the 316 guy, right? Yeah. So I thought he was going to be some super conservative Republican guy that's like, I'll be honest with you, like a redneck. Turns out like he's big on like uh, gay rights. Okay. And he also had some things to say during the Black Lives Matter protests, like, in favor of them. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it was completely different from what I thought he was, so I think it's cool. I would like to know a little bit more. And uh, I was a big wrestling fan when I was a kid, so. That's what's up. Cool stuff. I'm really just proud of Oregon just being out here right now, just being like, man, it's like, we're just going to take all the chances because we really want a better a better state. Yeah, they're being very progressive. Yeah. Shout out like, to our neighbors to the south. That's really, like, pro- like, the definition of progressive. Yeah. They're really being like, man, fuck your old rules. This might work better. Let's try this out. Yeah. I'm all for people trying some shit out. Yeah, me too. A uh, mysterious radio signal is coming from insider galaxy scientists announce. Oh. Somebody commented on it said, aliens, we appreciate your interest, but we are very busy this week. Try again in seven days. Yeah. <laughs> Come to find out this is Trump's space force out there just fucking off. Trying yeah. to <laughs> create some distraction. Probably. Let's see what else I had. Oh, yeah. The Democratic Party of Georgia just filed a lawsuit against Governor Kemp and members of his staff in connection with 2018 pre-election claims that the party attempted to hack the state's voting registration systems. So now one of the states that is where they're claiming all this voter fraud is going on for the Democrats, there's evidence of the Republicans doing it two years ago. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah. So. Man, okay, this is my thing when it comes to the whole Republican shit right now talking about like fraud, fraud, fraud. Yeah. I was going to wait, but I, I can't. You guys clearly meddled in the election in 2016. Clearly. Clearly. Like, it's been proven, right? And you guys won. Yeah. Like, it is what it is. We did the four fucking years. Yeah. We did the shit. Yeah. It's y'all's turn to take the fucking lumps, man. Yeah. Like, it is. Just, it, it's okay. Four we, years, man. Just, it's okay. Just fucking move on. I think we talked about this a couple episodes ago when I said that um, it's... It's, it's always illegal until it's them. Like exactly. everything is always illegal. It's always, it's like they're, they're mad at a system that they favor or not favor, but that they get rewarded off of yep. often for the shady things that they do. And now we're getting mad that it's supposedly being used against them, which is no evidence of it. But this is the shit that you guys have been doing for how long? Like the voter suppression in states is clearly documented and seen when you guys are taking away a bunch of polling locations, when you're making it hard for people to vote, when you pass laws that lets felons vote in Florida, but then you tell them that they have to pay back all of their stuff before they can even vote. Mm-hmm. Like there's just so much shit going on. And it's like you guys can't even hide the corruption, but you're willing to point fingers at everybody else. That can even translate to as soon as a minority tries to do some white shit and it and the law comes down on the, the minority. Yeah. Like same same shit. Same like thing. same shit. Like these rules are in place. And as soon as someone else uses these rules, now they're bad. Yeah. Like, yeah, I don't I don't get it. And whatever. people can't see and Republicans can't see why people are in such opposition to them when they keep taking those stances again and again and again. Like, okay, it's okay for us to do, but everybody else, fuck off. Yeah. Yeah. Still blows my mind how close this election was. Yeah, we'll get to that a little later because, yeah, that's yeah. pretty interesting. Uh, last one I had was Mountain Dew is teaming up with Joel Embiid to come out with their own hot sauce called Hot Habanero, mm. a citrus and habanero flavor mashup. Joel Embiid definitely seems like the type of NBA player that would have a random hot sauce. That's pretty dope. And uh, I don't find it too far-fetched that Mountain Dew is doing this because I know that they're 
I don't know if they're owned by the same company or they're just like they work like they collab a lot together. But Mountain Dew and Taco Bell. Oh yeah. Or like a Blast thing. Has been a, yeah. A thing forever. So I mean, it might just be fucking fire sauce. Yeah. Fire I, sauce. Don't, I don't mean it like oh it's just bomb as hell. I just mean like the fucking fire sauce that you get at Taco Bell. Fire sauce and Mountain Dew mixed together. <laughs> Shit, it might be good. Yeah, actually. That might actually be kind of fire. So. I got a text from one of my coworkers and he asked me a question. He said, do you think that you'd still be here if your mom met a different guy than your dad? And I thought that was interesting because I I, I knew the angle that he was coming at was like, is your soul going to still be the same soul if half of the people that created you was different? Mm-hmm. What do you think about that? That's interesting because, you know, they talk about like your family life, your parents, your friends affecting who you are as a person in your quote-unquote soul but maybe it's just your soul is traveling through different points in time and these just happen to be the people that are here like i almost kind of think of like reincarnation as like purgatory like you Mm. you keep reincarnating until you figure out what in your life like your life's purpose and then you can cross over to whatever the other side is like heaven or you know paradise or whatever they call it so it's almost like people are here to guide you on your journey and help you try to make the best decisions for yourself. But they're not necessary. If they weren't in it, it doesn't necessarily mean that with you wouldn't be without them. Okay, I kind of get where you're coming from. And let's actually go on the reincarnation for a second because mm-hmm. I've had this thought about past lives a lot. Yeah, right. Same. Like I think that that concept is just very interesting in general. So let's say that we did have a thousand past lives. Yep. Why am I so involved with this life? Is this the life that I'm going to succeed in? But how would you know that in the past lives you weren't as involved? I think about that too. Yeah. But like, I know for a fact right now I'm very involved with this life. Yeah, it's true. Oh, like you mean you're conscious uh, that you're involved in this life. Exactly. Yeah. Like very much so. Which I mean, let's say that the life, one of our lives that we lived in fucking Egypt. During Which the time of Pharaoh. Tight. Maybe. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Movies make it look tight. Exactly. <laughs> I would be very conscious at that time. Yeah. You would think. Yeah. Like, how come all of my past lives, air quotes, 1989, I wonder how come all of those seem non-existent? Yeah, like you can't remember any of anything? Yeah, like, if you could technically argue that you didn't have any past lives. Yeah. And I have no argument to prove that I did. Yeah. Because of how conscious I am in this current life. Yeah, it is interesting. But I haven't been conscious like this, to my knowledge, in any of the past lives. And if I have been, how come it feels like I'm low-key on pause in this life? You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, it is interesting. I mean, maybe when we die and we're reborn, we don't get reborn with those memories. Like, our soul still remembers who we are throughout all these times, but doesn't necessarily remember the events surrounding who we are. Like, you know, they always say, like, when you're meant to do something, you're pulled in that particular direction. Mm -hmm. Maybe our soul remembers what our purpose is, but doesn't actually remember being in that time period. Like your soul gets a restart every single time you die. Okay. Yeah. Going on the theory of having past lives. I agree with that. Yeah. That still doesn't explain why I happen to slow down, I guess, right now. Mm -hmm. Like I am very involved with this life. I'm so much involved with this life. I remember 31 years of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's pretty crazy if you did have more lives before this. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying is like maybe every time you go through one of these little cycles, it erases the the part before so you feel conscious right now because it's the mm. time period you're in now but maybe it's because your soul doesn't remember your past lives like it just so okay let's say this so let's say that i die and i get reincarnated again mm-hmm. and the people around me 
and my environment didn't mold me enough to come to this conclusion that I have paused or that I am conscious in this next life. This life, I just happen to be around the right people and the right environment for me to even realize like, oh, past lives could have been an option. Yeah. But my next life, I might not even ever even consider that being an option. That could be true. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, let's go back to the question. <laughs> well, it's just like, do you remember, uh, what was that Big Sean album a couple years ago where he kept talking about how he was, uh, he felt like he was uh, old man reincarnated and that this was supposed to be his perfect life or this was supposed to be the life where he fulfills the most. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that maybe it's our, our soul is just trying to live out its purpose and if we don't meet that purpose in a lifetime, maybe it just restarts itself over again. And we just are in this cycle of trying to figure out and live out our purpose, whatever it is. And I feel like that purpose probably has a bigger tie into the entire universe. Like the universe can't complete itself or whatever until the, your little piece gets complete. Like everybody's little piece gets completed. Yeah, it's very possible. And maybe when everybody else, when everybody's piece gets completed, maybe that's like the nirvana or whatever that we find. Like maybe that's when everybody's soul meets up at a certain place, like a paradise. And now everybody's found their way through each of their different lifetimes. Yeah. That one last piece is an asteroid. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think that the question that he asked is pretty interesting because if you break it down even more, like if you were born with a different dad Mm -hmm. than the dad that created you with your mom, then the question is like, so does the egg and the sperm create the individual soul? Or is the soul there before the egg and sperm meet? Hmm. Because if the soul is there before the egg and sperm meet, it doesn't matter who your parents are. Right. But if that does matter, then every combination of people that could potentially create you would create a different type of soul. Yeah, maybe it's like, because I've always thought of the the body as a vessel and Mm -hmm. the soul is like the energy that the body has. So maybe... When, the, when it's the egg and the sperm, they create the vessel, but then the soul, it's like a soul finds a certain vessel to be a part of. See, that's how I see it, too. I see um, I see it more as like, yeah, your soul is just finding the next available spot. That's how I see it. Yeah, like, my, fo- my soul couldn't find somebody that was 6'5"? Yeah. Like, fuck, dude. Shit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, don't get me started on the privileges I wish I had, but whatever. Yeah. God damn. Could have made my facial hair grow even. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's very interesting. Um, yeah, I just, I, I've always kind of viewed it as like a, we're in a purgatory and our, we're just trying to find our sole purpose every single time. Like we're just going through lifetimes and lifetimes, just trying to figure out like what our place in the universe is. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we find it. Hopefully in this lifetime too, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. What if you don't have a purpose? Well, then maybe, maybe that's what hell is. You're just, they took away your purpose. So you're just in a constant, you, 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 that's why your soul's always longing for something more because you're always in these loops and can't get out of the loop. That's interesting. Like hell is bad in a way that you can even conceive it being bad. Yeah. Maybe hell isn't some fire brimstone place with the devil. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe hell is just like a, it's just a reality where things just keep going in a certain pattern for you because you did something wrong in some other pattern or in some other time period. Trump didn't get reelected, so I don't think that this is hell. Well, somebody can make the argument that the last four years have been hell. <laughs> we had a hiccup. Yeah. Well, what do you think about the Kanye hologram thing? Um, give a little backstory for some people. So for Kim's birthday, Kanye did like this hologram that was her dad, and the hologram could speak and was like talking about memories that he shared with Kim, and then also the hologram called Kanye a genius. Called Kanye a genius. <laughs> said how proud of Kim that he is. I don't. 
agree with giving opinions to someone that can't justify them themselves. Yeah. That's weird to me. Your dad doesn't fucking know Kanye. And would your dad be proud of you? Yeah. Your dad might be proud of the success you have now, but I don't think he'd be okay with you having a sex tape. Well, yeah, besides all of that, though, even... Even with that aside, we don't know what happened in their personal life too. So maybe his dad, her dad, like there could never be a proud moment for him because he there was so much shit going on in their personal life aside from like the sex tapes and marrying Kanye and all that other stuff. Yeah, I mean, who obviously? But yeah, they might have know personal. Yeah, yeah, so adding that touch into that, especially when Kanye wasn't involved. Well, I wouldn't say involved in the family. Maybe he was, but not married to Kim or having kids with Kim at that time. That's a little weird to be projecting somebody else's opinions. Yeah, we also don't know who he had helping him do this. Yeah. So we can't put the blame all on Kanye, per se. Except for the genius part. That was a little wild. That was con- <laughs> that was Kanye, for sure. Um, yeah. My guy has 600 votes. No, he got 60,000. Kanye? Yeah, throughout the whole country. Oh, throughout the whole... Okay. Yeah. Okay. Which, hey... Maybe that... Okay, maybe it was 60,000. I thought I saw 600. I mean, hey, that's a decent turnout. I mean, I still don't think people should have voted for fucking Kanye, but, I mean... That's a good first week sale. Yeah, yeah, you did uh, Takashi numbers. Yeah, I see you. Uh, yeah, I just thought that Kanye thing was kind of what I was gonna say. Whack. I don't think it was whack, but I think it was pretty wild and kind of weird. I just don't know, man. You can't, especially. I get if you're putting the memory stuff, like, oh, do you remember when I was a kid? Because that's somebody's somebody can retell that story. Mm-hmm. But just, like adding your own opinions in, like, yeah, Kanye would make a great president. But I don't, he didn't say that. Yeah, but, yeah, you know what I mean. He was pretty fucking close. <laughs> those, new, those new Yeezys are fire. That colorway. Yeah. Kanye, Steve Jobs. Yeah, you know your dad don't say fire. Stop it. Yeah. And definitely you would know it was Kanye programming if he said anything about Steve Jobs or Walt Disney. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kanye is the next Walt Disney. That shit was just wild, man. Um, yeah. It just shows how people are so rich that they're just so detached from regular things. What if this was like some type of computer AI that predicted what he would say? I mean, they're talking about, like, um, being able to rebuild people's consciousness. I think they did that in that show that we watched, um, the one with Paul Rudd. Oh, yeah. Um, Living with Myself. Yeah. I'm going to have to watch it again. Yeah, me too. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, but yeah, I mean, like, taking people's consciousness and being able to, like, reload it. There's a lot of movies actually out now that kind of touch on that, that I've seen on, like, Netflix and stuff, but... Yeah, because you can do, so those deep fakes. Those are insane, dude. Yeah, and if you take, like, we have enough audio now that you can literally make us say whatever the fuck you want. Like, if you really wanted to, right? And you have enough audio and tone differences and pitches and all these different things, um, like, where we emphasize certain things and where we don't emphasize other things. Right. That if an AI was smart enough, maybe it could create a personality. Yeah. Just based off of how we talk. Well, it's like those AIs that can like uh, listen to a Travis Scott song, create a Travis Scott song. Have you seen those? No, but I've seen the ones that create like novels in a minute. Yeah, those are crazy. Man, I need to buy one of those and profit, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've always just thought that the hologram AI thing was weird. When they did Tupac, I thought that was pretty strange. Um, yeah, I just think I feel like that's the max it should go, though. Like yeah. the Tupac stuff. If the family is okay with it, I think that that should be okay because clearly that person liked to perform. That's true. I don't see anything wrong with that person being portrayed like through art. Like if if they did like Michael Jackson, like obviously we can't go see Michael Jackson perform ever again. My son recently got put on to Michael Jackson. Yeah. So like even seeing something like that would be amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. But giving them a personality and what am I trying to say? Giving them, giving them talking points about something that no one really knows if that's what they would say, yeah. that's weird. That's where the weirdness comes in, for sure. Like, if they wrote a song, clearly they wrote that song. Yeah. Like, that's why I feel like that is okay. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's still just I just it's just strange. I don't I don't know if I'd ever go see a hologram concert. I mean, I don't know if we're ever going to be able to. Anyway. Yeah, that's true. I don't think that's your choice. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna have to have virtual reality concerts with the headsets with the holograms in it. Yeah. Damn it! There we goes me giving people other ideas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So election week. Mm-hmm. Should we give uh, some first thoughts on some of the stuff that's been going on? Yeah, you first. <laughs> I, I mean, I guess it's just been a wild week. This is the most uh, of any news I've watched ever. Mm-hmm. I, sp- I think I spent like probably half a day or more watching the news the last couple of days. I've definitely been refreshing my phone very often. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've been like working on stuff and having the it in the background, but it's been on the TV for a good percentage of the day. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of countries are really tuned into this too, because if the U.S. is fucked, it, it, there is a trickle down effect. Yeah, for sure. And I also feel like they want to see if the U.S. is dumb twice. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a lot of countries that are good are over here just eating popcorn watching like, oh, these motherfuckers. You know what I mean? But there's a lot of things that I've noticed Yeah. during this election time. Would you like to hear a few? Yeah, for sure. Well, I'll go off of that and say that, you know, we talked about 2020 vision. This aligns perfectly with that. Like, we're seeing the world for what it is now, Mm -hmm. whether we want to or not. Like, we are being made to see what's actually going on. Yeah, and it's a good thing. Oh, I think it's definitely a good thing. Yeah, I've noticed that half of the country is okay to support, call it like it is, a racist person. Yeah, racist, sexist, misogynistic. I mean, there's, you know, there's all kinds of... Half of the country. Half... Of the fucking country where it's like, I'm sure a lot of those people in that half don't necessarily like Trump. But we've talked about this before. If you're voting for Trump, you support that shit. Yep. Period. Supporting is guilty by association. Period. Half of the country is like that. And breaking down half of the country. Another thing that was very interesting to me is that I'm realizing it really is urban versus rural. Yeah, 100%. like that's really what it, what the the where the differences come. Yeah, even if you break down the electoral maps, the places that like the Democrats won were in major large cities. It was the rural areas that were mostly red. Like if you look at Nevada, perfect example. Yeah, Reno, Vegas, only blue spots in that that state. The rest of the whole state is red. Yeah, crazy. The only two big cities is the only. Oh, I'm talking about Reno and Nevada. Yeah, I mean uh, Reno and Vegas. Vegas. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, shout out to Vegas. Shout out fucking Vegas, baby. I'm coming back. I said I wasn't going to go to Vegas for another year. I'm coming back, baby. There might be a lot of people going back there. Once uh, the corona. Yeah. When I can do it safely. Exactly. Um, Yeah, another thing going off your point about the 50% thing, too, is that I do feel like a lot of people were duped by Trump. I feel like a lot of people get their information specifically from Fox News because Trump has been able to brainwash everybody into believing that the news is not real. Mm-hmm. And so when he says things like Joe Budden is going to hike your tax, Joe Budden, <laughs> Joe <Fucking> Budden, <laughs> shout out Joe, but uh, Joe Biden's going to hike your taxes up. It's like, no, he's not unless you make over 400 K, but people don't do that. Their due diligence or they just write it off as the media or Joe Biden or the Democrats are trying to trick you. And to go off of that, Trump says, like, he has very good sound bites. Oh, I'll give yeah. him credit for that. Dude, He know, he's a spin artist. Yeah. I will give him that. So he'll be like, oh, yeah, and tax cuts. Yeah. Tax cuts, tax cuts, tax cuts for my rich friends. Yep. In, in fine print. Yep. And everyone takes it as like, man, I'm not going to let my taxes go up with Biden. Trump's giving tax cuts. Yep. I was like, bro, he don't fuck with you? Yeah. At all. I do feel like a lot of his base was probably pissed off about the Hunter Biden stuff, too. Like, the laptop stuff. Which I didn't think, looking at it, I didn't think it was going to be as big of a deal. But I do think that people on that side really see that as a big deal. Probably. Like, which is, I mean, nothing's been proven from that. I mean, sure, there's been, like, photo leaks and stuff. So, what exactly is the Hunter Biden stuff? That he's a druggie, 
And he was like fucking prostitutes or something like he that. He had a laptop that had him doing drugs and had him taking money from foreign governments and um, him sleeping with what they allege to be underage girls. They're like trying to match these girls pictures up with girls in the photo. It's really weird. I don't know. It seems like a lot of really deep conspiracy stuff. So I haven't looked too far into as far as those pictures and stuff. That's just things that I've seen being reposted on like, you know, when like Trump will say something about Biden's laptop and then people will comment on it and be like, well, look at this evidence. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I've seen that stuff because I don't know that Hunter Biden. I, I don't know, man. I just don't understand why that's the issue because he's not running for president. Yeah. Like if Trump or if Biden if Biden had a laptop that had that shit in there, okay, yeah, that could be questionable. Right. If Trump fucks with Putin <laughs> yeah. and uh, Kim Jong-un, like, I feel like that's reasonable a reasonable thing to question. For sure. Biden's not doing that. Yeah. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, yeah. It's just weird. I just think that they disregard all that stuff. Trump, I will say, dude, Trump has done a great job of brainwashing the people that support him. Mm-hmm. Like, and I think that that goes into his celebrity, though. Before he was, I think we mentioned this last week with like how we defend Kanye on stuff. He built people up a support base through his celebrity and then found a very specific group of people that felt that they were unheard, went in there, put all his rhetoric around, built up a base out of that and expanded out of that to other people that may have felt like those people Mm -hmm. that weren't sure that they felt that way or partly feel that way and feel that the only way we can survive is from Trump being president. Yeah, and also going back on how we we said that we backed Kanye, or we, what did you say? Like, made excuses for some of the things that he's done. Or not yeah. made excuses, but tra- you know what I mean. Like, tried to even still, like, support him even though he was out here wiling. Yeah, so with that being said, though, him being president, I still yeah. want to support that shit. Yeah, like, and I, 100%, I think I was the first person I needed to say, fuck, don't vote for fucking Yeah, Kanye. so I'm like, okay, like, yeah, we do... We we do forgive him for his mistakes, but at the same time, Kanye is not running the fucking world. Yeah, like I feel like there's a there's a, a huge difference right. when it comes to who you support. Like, I support this artist who seems to be going through some manic period. Right. I hope he gets better. Yeah. Not I want him to run for president and make my life better. Like I would never give him that responsibility. Yeah. I feel that Trump did a very good job of demonizing the Democrats too. Cause a lot of, I think a lot of the voting too comes down to party affiliation. I do think that people, even if they don't like Trump, they'll still vote him because he is a Republican and that's what they have been doing for so long. I think people feel more obligated to their party than they do to the better good of everybody else. I get that. I do get that. And the day that there is a better Republican, I'll tell you. Yeah. I will. We've said on here, if there's a great Republican candidate that is going to have an equal playing ground for everybody, then we can have that conversation. But until that day, I mean, the last couple Republican presidents have not shown us that. Yeah. Last couple Republican people that I was even able to vote for mm-hmm. was not it for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. Some other things, though, that I've noticed is that the Electoral College, I didn't realize, is so fucked up. Yeah. I remember last time when Trump became president, I remember he became president because of the electoral vote. Right. However, won the popular vote. Mm-hmm. And at that point, I was like, oh, okay. So there's another level to fuckery when it comes to elections. Right. I've never really experienced that with the mindset of having or realizing uh, politics is important. So, like, now that I'm seeing this shit, I'm like, damn, like, this really needs to go. Yeah. Like, I don't. 
I don't think anybody really wants this. No, and they've been calling for that for years. I mean, it, it doesn't make any sense, you know, that, I don't know, even like the way they were breaking it down on CNN and MSNBC and all these places, it's like these specific counties and where these votes are counted. And then you put, put into gerrymander, was it gerrymandering? Jerry, yeah, something like that. Gerrymandering. Uh, we'll call it um, redrawing. Then you put into redrawing in there and you see how much power is exerted over these counties. And then you're like, there might never be a chance for there to be a flip of that state because of all the power that's in this. So those electoral votes are always going to go to that. Mm -hmm. And you don't realize that stuff until you start diving deeper into politics. I think that that's one thing about this particular political cycle for me. It's like made me actually have to be involved because Mm -hmm. now there's so much stuff being done to us. We have to be active participants. And that might just be a thing of getting older. And now that we're in our thirties and stuff, but I think this is the, I can definitely speak for myself. This is the most hands-on I've ever been with an election. Yeah, this is the most research I've ever done when it comes to electing people. And that includes local. Yeah. Like, I've never, like, actually, like, looked into these people. Like, how I have this time. Right. Like, before it was kind of like a glance. But now I'm like, all right, shit is really fucked up at the top. Like, we really need to fix this shit from the bottom. Right. Maybe it is an age thing. Because I look, you feel like I sound like my parents right now. Yeah, I never thought that I'd be the person that would be into politics or anything like that. But it, it's life has kind of forced us to be that way. I'm still not into it. Yeah, I mean, I would say I'm a lot more into it than I was the last couple of years, for sure. I feel like this is grown-up school. I don't want to do it, but I realize <laughs> I have to. Yeah. I mean, I, I kind of enjoy the, being a part of the little political process now. I mean, I told you, like, I do the, um, the text banking stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, last week I did text banking for Beto O'Rourke for um, Texas to try and get or to convince people to vote democrat in texas and to flip texas and i don't know i just feel like it gives me more of a sense of purpose now maybe it's just because we have more off time and we have more time to keep looking at these things and being involved in the process but i definitely think moving forward in the future that i'm going to be involved in the process too i feel that is there any like crazy things that you could say has happened since you've been doing that it's just the trump people mostly well there was just like a couple crazy instances like one guy was like asking me about he was like, you should just quit doing this because we're pretty much all fucked anyways. Mm-hmm. Like, these politics don't matter. And then you'll get the Trumpers that say, you know, fuck you, Trump 2020. And it's like, I do kind of understand because I do get annoyed when people text me and are like, hey, did you register to volunteer or whatever? Mm-hmm. But it's like, you don't, I think when you're getting those messages, you don't realize that it's real people behind it. Yeah. It's some automated system. And usually the first initial messages are automated. But it's like, damn, you guys have so much spice and so much venom <laughs> for people over the phone. Yeah. And I, I think I told you, I told one guy, I hope you take that much, um... It's like, I hope you take that much passion to the polls. Yeah. Please go vote. But even like, I didn't even find myself wanting to contest these Trump supporters either. I'm like, oh, well, I'm, I'm glad that a lot of the time I would text, I'm glad that you participated in the election as it's incredibly important and things like that. But I didn't really feel like get, wanting to give them spice back. It's like, if you're that angry over a text message, like That's you got true. some other issues to figure out. I know if I got bombarded with Trump people calling me, I'd be like, yo fuck off yeah yeah i mean yeah which yeah i would say the same thing but that's why i'm not in any republican databases yeah yeah man it's just made me just that'd be wild i'd be like how'd you get my fucking number a lot of people ask that yeah but i think a lot of the times it's probably people voted a long time ago Uh, and it's the same phone number and mm -hmm. stuff but some of the i mean some of the responses are pretty funny people people are pretty creative you get like one enthusiastic response out of every 15 it's like, yeah, I definitely vote. I'll tell everybody I did, too. And then yeah. it makes you excited because you're like, damn, I finally got one. Recharge. And then 15 more Trump supporters. <laughs> fuck off. Fuck, yeah. off. fuck off. But yeah, I mean, I do think the, the, the sad part about this is it, and it's also the good part, is that this has shown us a lot of who people really are. Yeah. Which is kind of sad because it's you see a lot of people that maybe before you didn't really let the politics creep into your friendship or relationship or anything like that. But now seeing them, it's like, I don't think, I don't understand how I could see another way than that. I can't. Yeah, it's like, like if, if I know that you voted for Trump, like I, 
I won't go as far as to say you're dead to me, but it's like, I know that our beliefs are completely opposite. Yeah. I just know that that energy is not the same there anymore. Yeah. Because like, now I'm, now I'm questioning why you vote through everything that he's done, why you could still use your energy to vote for a person like that. That means you don't have the best interest of everybody. You only have the best interest of yourselves. And the that's what it is. You. Yeah. Like you don't have the best interest of everybody. So that's not, that's not part of my tribe, bro. Yeah. I will say one thing though. I think this should be a move for the Democrats to maybe rebrand a little bit now, knowing how divided the country is and knowing that they're taking up the presidency. Mm -hmm. Maybe this should be a point where Democrats start to reach back out across the aisle. Maybe mm -hmm. not obviously like the mega supporters and the, like the super Trumpers are not going to get swayed, but some of those people that maybe decided to vote for Trump because of some of the disinformation or things like that, that have a chance of being saved. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good opportunity. I also think this is a good opportunity for the Democrats because I think over the last couple of years, they've become synonymous with like arrogance and like being of higher moral standard. You know, they kind of look down on people. Yeah. Like that's a perception of them from other people, which has pushed the right side so much further. I think this is a time that instead of blaming things on the left and right side, that we should just at least try to meet at the middle. Now that we've gotten the main source of contention away, now let's try to rebuild and heal a little bit. Whether that's possible or not, who knows? Mm -hmm. But hopefully this is a stepping stone into the future where we can all come back together and really redefine what the American values are now, since it seems that it's so far apart. I completely agree with you. And on top of that, like this is a good chance to like really put your money where your mouth is. Yeah. Like just fucking make the country better. Yeah. Like we're clearly divided. Maybe that might take some time to get back together, but right. there's a lot of people that don't have jobs where money should have been going there a long time ago. Yep. There's just a lot of opportunities that could make the country better. And I feel like if, we just capitalize on this right now. Like, there's no reason why no one would want to not vote for you again. It's true. I do think one thing though that is interesting: if we don't have a coronavirus, maybe Trump doesn't get reelected. I don't think that. I mean, maybe Trump does get reelected. Mm -hmm. I thought that before the coronavirus, Trump had a very, very, very strong chance. Yeah. And obviously, the numbers that have hit the polls have shown that he could have had a chance. If he would have done a couple things differently, like say six months ago, mm -hmm. he would have won this presidency easily. If he would have sent a second stimulus check out, if he would have taken coronavirus a little more seriously, like he might have won again. That's what Biden needed to do from the jump. Just pass out one more check. Yep. Pass out a check from the beginning to let people know that you're getting the ball rolling. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. Like you said, man, if Trump would have gave out that one last check, bro, people would have been so distracted. Yeah. You know, it's wild. Did you see that the Cubans are like what won him Florida? Cubans and black people. Yeah. Like what the fuck is going well, on cubans, over there bro cubans are there's a whole thing about socialism with them like if they hear the word socialism and and don't want anything to do with it and i think trump that's why trump kept repeating that word over and over again he knew mm. he knew that socialism will really socialism and communism really strike people to the core see i guess i don't know enough about like that particular party style yeah but i'm like yo like this is trump though like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> all right trump, again trump is his own type of politician i think we said that many times like here before he's not a republican he's his own he, yeah he might have republican values or values i put that in quotations maybe republican rhetoric but not actually he's an actual republican it's so crazy because trump really could have got a lot more black votes if he denounced racism yeah like some white supremacy like <laughs> or just told yeah or like just, simple yeah. shit like yeah fuck racism fuck white supremacy yeah and people are like oh but okay. he can't because so many of those people that came out I of know. the rural places, they believe in that I shit know. still. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, he really picked the fucking side. Yeah. And that's my issue with Trump supporters. Yeah. Like, that's the side. That's just a side. And I'm not on that side. It's okay. Be on your side. That's fine. 
but just, stay over there. Yeah, just just know that I don't agree with it. That's yeah, it. and it's not like you can just say like like Trump's worse and just be like, oh, he was just against blacks, and that's the only reason I don't like him, or you know something like that. Or I mean, uh, he was just against blacks, that's why I like him because I want this white supremacy. No, he's against blacks, he's against Mexicans, he's against gay women. people, women, fucking everything that's not a white man, <laughs> yeah, exactly. like literally. And, and now he's starting to fight the white men too. He's going after Fox News. So. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking crazy, man. Oh, man. Wild times. Conspiracy talk. Conspiracy talk. There's a lot of shit on this. Oh, my God, bro. There's a lot of shit. So what do you want to focus on on this one? So we're talking about the John F. Kennedy assassination. Which, we can, yeah. We can first start off by... We might have a, to have a couple parts of this, like, over a couple different weeks. Not, like, uh, in a row, but we might have to have, like, a part two and talk about some more deep stuff on this, too. Okay. Uh, a quick synopsis of what happened. The official story. Yeah. The official story is that John Fitzgerald Kennedy, the 35th president of the United States, was assassinated on Friday, November 22nd, 1963, which is coming up. Interesting. In Dallas, Texas, while riding in a presidential motorcade through Dealey Plaza. Kennedy was riding with his wife, Jacqueline, Texas Governor John Conley, and Conley's wife, Nellie, when he was fatally shot by former U.S. Marine Lee Harvey Oswald. Governor Conley was also seriously wounded in the attack. The motorcade rushed to Parkland Memorial Hospital, where Kennedy was pronounced dead about 30 minutes after the shooting, and Conley recovered. Yeah, and I think originally they said that there was only one shooter, mm-hmm. that um, he fired three times, I think is what they said. Mm-hmm. But one of the bullets was a, a through and through that ended up going through Kennedy and th- up through the governor as well. So it was like a single shot through all of them, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's a lot. there is a lot of stuff around this. Yeah. Um, have you ever seen the theory about the three named killers? No. So like Lee Harvey Oswald, um, John Books Wells. Yeah. Wilkes John Wilkes Booth, uh, James Earl Ray, all these names or all these assassins have three names. Yeah. And there's a conspiracy that they are agents, like mm. some type of like government agent, like CIA type shit agent. Okay. And that's why they have three names. But then there's a, a debunked version of that that says, Three names are always said so that just in case your name is John Booth, they know it's not you, John Booth. It's John Willis, Willis, Wilkes or something, Wilkes, yeah. whatever Booth. Yeah. So it's they can differentiate between people. Okay. But it's still an interesting conspiracy because every single assassin has had three names. Well, yeah. not every single one, but majority of them. There's plenty of theories, obviously. There's a with ton this. of them. Uh, I guess we can just go through some of them. Yeah. If you want. You want to start? Um, yeah, I think uh, one that kept coming up over and over again, it was various theories pretty much alluding to the same thing, but it was about um, there being some possible connection to the mob. Mm-hmm. Um, I had read that uh, Oswald had spent some time in New Orleans and that um, there was a group there uh, that had been working on behalf of G. Ray Gill, who was an attorney whose client was Carlos Marcelo, a mob boss in New Orleans, who was actually going to get uh, deported to Guatemala. The same day that he got acquitted from, of, uh, so that he could stay in the States, they, it was the same day as the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And there was a bunch of um, different things leading up to it. A lot of it had to do with connections between this guy named uh, David Ferry and Lee Harvey Oswald. And that basically they were like a CIA group sent out to kill John F. Kennedy. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of this had to do with, I saw a lot of CIA, a lot of mob boss stuff, but... 
Yeah, I could go off uh, the CIA stuff. Yeah. So another theory is that in 1995, former U.S. Army intelligence officer and National Security Agency executive assistant John M. Newman published evidence that that both the CIA and FBI deliberately tampered with their files on Lee Harvey Oswald, both before and after the assassination. Furthermore, he found that both agencies withheld information that might have alerted authorities in Dallas that Oswald posed as a potential threat to the president. Subsequently, Newman expressed that the belief that the CIA chief of counterintelligence, James Angleton, was probably the key figure in the assassination. According to Newman, only Angleton had the access, the authority, and the diabolical ingenious mind to manage this sophisticated plot. I feel like he threw a little shade in there, but... Yeah. It is pretty interesting that um, he could have kind of suppressed some information when authorities could have been alerted in the situation to prevent Lee Harvey Oswald from shooting. Right. Uh, JFK. Uh, speculation that Oswald was a CIA agent or has some relationship with the agency. Um, the Warren Commission stated in 1964 that their investigation revealed no evidence that Oswald was ever employed by the CIA or in any capacity. So obviously they're going to come out and say like he didn't. Right. Yeah. There obviously. Was, yeah. There was a lot of CIA involvement. I even saw something about George H.W. Bush. Oh, I saw that Possibly too. being a CIA agent mm-hmm. that was actually there and involved in the assassination. Mm-hmm. And that when he was confronted about it, he said that he was never in the CIA and all this stuff. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, man. So exactly one week after the assassination, an employee of the FBI wrote in a memo that Mr. George Bush of the Central Intelligence Agency was given a briefing on the re- on the reaction of the assassination by Cuban exiles living in Miami. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting in itself. Like, why the fuck would he get that information? Yeah. During Bush's presidential campaign in 1988, the memo resurfaced, prompting the CIA to claim that the memo was referring to an employee named George Williams Bush. Yeah. So there CIA goes again, saying it wasn't what it was. But interesting that George H.W. Bush and these all these killers had three names. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Interesting. A little bit more on that, actually. In September 1976, George D. Morenschilt. We'll just say that. Sounds uh, not familiar. That sounds about right. Yeah. Um, A Dallas petroleum geologist and a friend of both Bush and Lee Harvey Oswald wrote a letter to Bush, then the director of the CIA, asking for his assistance. Morenschilt. We're just going to say George M. George M., was being pressured by the House Select Committee on Assassinations investigators to testify on the assassination, causing him to write the letter in distress. Bush responded to his letter, but said that he would, but said that he would be unable to help. Later on, George M. committed suicide six months later before testifying to the House Select Committees on Assassinations, mm-hmm. which is very convenient. Yeah, for sure. And the House. Uh committee that of assassination seemed to be a lot of the people that debunked a lot of the things from the original report i can't remember who um originally did the report it was called like the west or the warren commission was in charge of handling the investigation for the kennedy assassination but then late years later this committee was uh, enacted and that's when they found out that there could have been multiple shooters multiple Mm -hmm. places that he was shot from that's where the grassy knoll theory came in from um so yeah they're they're researchers and those people are the ones that have kind of tried to steer away from the original story that they were telling people. Yeah, there is um, a theory that Lee Harvey Oswald actually acted in a small group of unknown people. Mm -hmm. And then they kind of go back to John Wilkes Booth, who shot Lincoln. And there was four people that were involved in that. I don't know if you knew that. No. Yeah. So four people got hung, including the first woman that ever got hung by the U.S. government. Yeah. 
So, so wait, were they were they um, participants on at the actual assassination, or were they just like co-conspirators? Um, it didn't really go into details about that, but the way that the bullets entered JFK looked as if someone got sh- or someone shot him from the front and the back. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like the uh, the way that his head goes forward and backwards. Yeah. But then a lot of people debunk it by saying that a bullet of that caliber could have ricocheted inside his body causing him to jolt a certain mm-hmm. way either way wasn't like, i saw too that the bullet i think was fully intact when they found it yeah i'm the not one sure that, the, the one that allegedly killed him and the and injured the governor they were saying that it was still intact and they passed through 15 layers of clothing seven layers of skin and 15 inches of muscle tissue yikes that seems like a lot for one bullet yeah i did see that there is this uh cover-up by the cia that he was um when his body was shot they immediately rushed him to a helicopter, but they, or they immediately rushed him to the hospital, but they switched his casket at the last minute and took his real body in a helicopter somewhere else so that they can stitch up certain bullet holes mm-hmm. to make it look like he was only hit from a specific direction. Interesting. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. Um, going off the CIA too, there was a gentleman named E. Howard Hunt. Apparently, he was a CIA agent and was a, one of the Watergate burglars. Mm. <laughs> but he was believed to be involved, and on his deathbed, he allegedly confessed to his son on tape. The validity of the tape is under scrutiny, but he was a co-conspirator, a co-conspirator along with other CIA agents, and he named uh, Vice President Lyndon Johnson as the possible person behind it. And it seemed that the reason why Lyndon Johnson might have wanted Kennedy gone was because Kennedy was trying to actively... Um, avoid going to war in vietnam mm-hmm. which was a, apparently during that time i mean obviously we weren't born but vietnam seemed to be one of the wars that people were strongly opposed against mm-hmm. and that they believed wasn't worth anything also to go off of the lyndon b johnson situation so kennedy was actively looking to have a different vice president his next term his next oh, running right. term yeah so that was also another reason that lyndon b johnson might have been part of that the fact that jfk was seriously considered dropping Johnson from the ticket in favor of North Carolina Governor Terry Sanford, should Kennedy run in the 1964 presidential race, has been cited as a possible motive for uh, Johnson's complicity in the assassination. Yeah, I read about that too. Yeah, did you see the military complex situation? I saw a little bit about it. It had mostly to do with like the arms industry, right? Pretty much. It's like a trifecta. So there's like um, the military, the government, and then the suppliers. Okay. So it's like a very... Uh, solid uh, working uh, relationship. Thank you. Yeah. Very solid working relationship. <laughs> and in a farewell speech given by the U.S. President Dwight D. Eisenhower before he left office, he warned the nation about the power of the military establishment and the arms industry, mm-hmm. which is interesting in itself. And then John uh, John F. Kennedy was trying to pretty much destabilize that. Right. Because they're becoming too powerful. And yeah. that might have been a reason. Like, they were clearly powerful, but that might have been a reason to get him out. And they might have been so powerful that they could have got away with assassinating him. Yeah, there was, yeah, there's a lot of stuff on on his assassination. It seems like so many people could have been involved, too, that it might have been all of them involved. Maybe they all were working in, in cahoots to yeah. get rid of him. Like, maybe it was part of the mob. Maybe it was some of the CIA. Maybe it was some of his own people. Could have been a shadow government. I saw that one, too. That one. So, what do they mean by shadow government? Just like a... Like the men in black, we'll okay. say. Like or just, like uh, the cabal or whatever they all... I don't know if that's a... I don't know if that's a branch of government. Oh, I thought like when they meant like shadow government, they mean like people pulling the strings in the background, like the... Oh, yeah, pretty much. Not like an actual government, but like a, like a secret group of elite people. Um, yeah, shadow government could be like anybody with power 
that has enough power to um, say, hey, if, uh, or if you're going to pull out of this war, like, we're going to kill you. Right. If you're going to fuck up my money, we're going to kill you. Like, I feel like there could have been a lot of that. I feel like there's a lot of that now. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, with considering all the things that have gone on in this country, this is not far-fetched. I mean, it seems like there's so many groups that were actively after him that mm-hmm. it almost would make sense for somebody to want to be taking him out. Um, there's so many different conspiracies on this, whether it's from who actually did it to how many shots were fired to where they were fired from to who was actually involved in the shooting to the Secret Service possibly being a part of it. Like, there's so many different conspiracies out there that it's almost hard to not think that something bad happened or something that this was a plot against him. Like it was bigger than Lee Harvey Oswald. Yeah, that it was just some rogue ex-military guy pissed off about whatever. Yeah. Which is usually the story they usually give during things like this. You know, he uh, Lee Harvey Oswald ended up moving to the Soviet Union. Oh, really? Yeah, so he was a Marine. He got honorably discharged, then moved to Soviet Union, got married, and then moved back. So maybe US. he was just like a sleeper cell or whatever they call that. Shit, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Um, yeah. In conclusion, I I don't know what the fuck happened. Yeah. Like, like you said, there's so many angles to this shit. Uh, it makes me want to research even more, though. I will say that. Yeah. That and I also think like if you are a person of power, like the president of the United States, I would imagine that you already everywhere you walk, there's a hundred angles pointing at you, bro. Yeah. You so, got ops everywhere. 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 So reading all this, I'm not surprised that people wanted to kill him. Man, imagine what kind of life that would be, though, to be a politician and know that everywhere you go, your life's just in fucking danger. Yeah, I mean... I mean, you can even have the best protection in the world and doesn't mean... Like, look at JFK. Yeah. Best protection in the world and something still happened to him, so... Yeah, shit's crazy. That's why man. you gotta keep it on you at all times, regardless of who's around you. That wouldn't even protect him, <laughs> yeah. bro. Uh, picks of the Week? Picks of the Week. Do you want to go first? Because I don't remember the name of the movie. Yeah. Uh, my pick this week is Fantastic Fungi. Oh, they're going to say Fantastic Four. I was like, that movie's fucking trash. <laughs> Fantastic Fungi on Prime. It's four ninety nine. Okay. But I think it's well worth it. It talks about, like, all the benefits of mushrooms and how they grow and how they're, like, this alien that lives on Earth with us. It's fucking crazy. Sick. The cinematics is great. Like, I feel like if you're elevated, which I don't do, but if you were... Which I do do. <laughs> it would be fucking amazing. You know what I mean? On, um, on marijuana, not on yeah. Let me clear that up. And it's cool that um, mushrooms are getting the exposure that they're getting these days. Because it seems like all of the medicine that you ever need is coming from Earth. Yeah. And coincidentally, all the medicine that you ever need from Earth is illegal. Yeah. So it's cool that they're getting the exposure that they need to let everyone know that you shouldn't be afraid of it. Mother Nature has your back. <laughs> yeah and stop fucking up our planet because if you guys keep fucking up our planet then we can't grow these things to help heal our planet exactly <laughs> ironically enough it's like there's a mushroom for everything it's so crazy yeah yeah oh speaking of lion's mane mm-hmm. so obviously we talked about like how um like it benefits like brain function and all that yeah. stuff what did i call it last time i called it something funny it's like tiger tail or some yeah, shit tiger tail yeah. Or <laughs> something like that. yeah but if you cook lion's mane apparently it tastes like lobster Interesting. It has a texture of crab, which I thought was funny that they put those two together because they low-key have the same texture, but yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, man. So I think I'm about to try it. I've, I've uh, put, they have like ground up ones that you can buy at um, like vitamin, mm-hmm. uh, the vitamin stores or whatever. And it's just like a scoop that you put in your, um, like your protein shake. Okay. I didn't really, it has a weird texture, but you have to blend it really well because mm. it's like a thick, um, like a thick powder. Okay. Yeah, I just want to try like the the actual mushroom. So I love mushrooms. So yeah, I just 
with food. Obviously, yeah, you know I mean? for so sure. Yeah, I think that'd be really good. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Cool. I only had one this week. I'm kind of going off all this JFK weird, crazy shit. But there's uh Did you ever see the movie War Dogs with Jonah Hill? Yeah. Great movie. Um, it's about these two guys that become arms dealers. Well, one of them is already an arms dealer, which is Jonah Hill, and then the other guy, which is um, I love this guy too, but I can't think of his name. Matthew McConaughey. No, uh, Miles Teller. Wait, let me see a picture of him. The ah, yeah. Why do I think Matthew speaking McConaughey? Speaking of Fantastic was Four, yeah, was in, yeah, but uh, yeah, it's really good. Uh, it's just kind of like the you don't really think about these types of jobs about being arms dealers and stuff. Then you watch movies like this. Obviously, this is probably very embellished and everything, mm-hmm. but. It's a really good movie. It's um, crazy how many niche jobs there are in the world. Yeah, I think Bradley Cooper is probably who you're thinking of because he's in the movie. Oh, yeah. Bradley he's... Cooper and Matthew McConaughey look like brothers. Yeah. <laughs> what is the dude's name? Um, y'all Ben Affleck. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why you Ben Affleck? Yeah. That gets so funny. But, uh, yeah, it's a really good movie. I think it actually might be on um, Amazon Prime. Hulu. Okay. Yeah, War Dogs is good. Yeah, that was pretty good. Um, it's, a, it's like a comedy, like a dark comedy. Yeah. But, yeah, pretty dope. Good stuff. Shoutouts. Shoutouts. Shout this week. Uh, I'm just giving a shout out to the half of the United States that <laughs> voted Trump out this motherfucker, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, shit, what? Yeah. I'm very proud of people for showing up to the polls. I'm very proud of people not just playing the sideline anymore. Like, even if you're not into politics, even if you don't think this stuff affects you, it does, and you should care. I can't, we can't sit here and make you care. But you should care because this is stuff that's going to impact everybody for a very long time. And I'm just happy that we got the result we wanted. And I just hope that the next four years is better from this point on. By the time this comes out, I feel like the recounts are still going to be an issue. Yeah. I feel like it's going to probably for the next few weeks is going to be an issue. But it's just nice to know that majority of the nation does not want Trump to be president. Yeah. I did see a thing, uh, a headline a couple of minutes before we started that... um, I guess Trump's aides are trying to plan an intervention to tell him that there's no way he's going to be president in the second term. Wow. Which, I don't know, you know, there's a lot of stories coming out of everywhere, but that's kind of believable because I do see a lot of Republicans pulling off of him now, which it's kind of too little too late. You guys already stained your uh, reputation with that, but... I wonder if he is going to have a fit at some point, if he's going to have this crazy meltdown. I want to know if he's going to release his white supremacist attack dogs. That's, I think, the, the most dangerous thing about all of this is what's going to happen with them. Because like, there is a there is a crowd of those megas that are ready are for ready. action. Yeah, I really feel like he's gonna be like, "Go get them, boys!" Like I feel like he's gonna say something like that. Yeah, and it's gonna be like this weird. I think it's gonna get shut down fast. Let me say that. Yeah, it'll be bad, maybe for a day or two, maybe even a week. Yeah, but I think it's gonna get shut down very fast. Well, I did see. I think last night there was a headline that there was a family traveling to Philadelphia in a Hummer that apparently got stopped with a bunch of guns in it, and it was they were apparently going to try and do something at the counting center yikes so yeah I'm it's just, crazy that you only found or it's crazy that they only found one of the cars yeah <laughs> you know that's not the only yeah but yeah um yeah just hope things go great um i had two shout outs this week one for megan Raponi and sue bird that got engaged mm-hmm, i saw that that's pretty dope congratulations to sue. she's having a big fucking year yes, so congratulations is. her and then the other one was for stacy abrams you know who stacy abrams mm-hmm. is she was a, a black woman who ran or sorry not was she is a black woman who ran for the governor of georgia i think back in 2018 or whenever they had the last governor um election but um, she lost by a very narrow margin, so she made an action plan that she was going to sign as many people up 
in Georgia as she could to register to vote. Got over 8,000 people to register. 800,000 people, sorry. Damn. 800,000 people to register, including 45% of them being new voters under 30 and 49 being people of color. Mm. And Georgia, of course, is the place right now that, that is presumed to give the election to Biden. So, yeah, shout out to her. That's amazing. She she went to bat. Like, when we talk about doing things to change the future, like, that's the kind of shit. That's something that people don't see happening on a daily basis, but has so, so much more of an impact over everything. Um, and then the, the last couple things I just wanted to say is, of course, rest in peace to John Lewis. Um, rest in peace, John McCain and uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Like, I'm glad that Arizona, Georgia, and just the people in this country showed up and showed out during this fucking election. Because I will be so honest, man. I was... These last couple of months, these last couple of weeks have been kind of nervy with everything going on. This last week has been really rough for everybody. Yeah, especially those first two days. And I think a lot of it has to do, and I know the media plays into this about being like, Biden's down 15%, but then there's only 30% of the vote counted in. Like, mm-hmm. they play into that shit. I will be honest, I bought it hook, line, and sink. I was oh, yeah. like, fuck, dude, they're already 30% in, he's down, fuck, 50,000, we're good. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, damn, how do I get to Canada? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, they do a really good job of fucking with our emotions during this shit. Yeah. It's crazy. I really had dreams of Trump becoming president and us waking up being like, yo, what the fuck? I had a job. Like, what just fucking happened again? I watched, uh, I was watching the MSNBC one the most and they had Chris Christie on there. Do you know who that is? Mm-hmm. The former governor of New New, uh, yeah. New Jersey or whatever. He's but, a uh, drug guy. Yeah, dude, that fucking guy, man. Like, I hate him so much. And I thought literally that he was going to haunt me in that, my dreams that night because <laughs> I had watched so much MSNBC that day. I was like, dude, I'm going to go to sleep and Chris Christie's going to eat me or something. That's hella funny. Yeah, man. I'm just glad we are where we are right now. And let's just go up from here. Yep. And it's fuck Donald Trump forever. And ever Fuck and ever, Donald never. Trump. Yeah. Oh, and that's another thing. YG might get a sneaky number one next week. Oh, yeah. And Trump and Nipsey, too. Yeah. That's what's Ooh, up. That's fire. Okay. Go stream. Fuck Donald Trump. Yeah. Do it for the culture. Yep.